Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, once again, Chris Malone, 98.5 KTK Morning Show. You knew that, right? Welcome to the recap for today, Wednesday, October 12th, 2022. Here is uh, what we kind of covered a little bit on the show today. That you uh, may be interested to know. We talked about cleaning up your LCD or LED TV screen. And for people that are in the uh, older age bracket, we remember a time when uh, TVs were actually pretty durable. In fact, um, I talked about my, I had a 36-inch Sony Trinitron TV. It was the best TV I'd had up to that particular point. It was also the heaviest TV I've ever owned. And I kid you not, I think that thing was like 300 pounds. <laughs> I used to joke that if anybody were to ever rob my apartment or uh, try and steal from me, that that would be the one thing that would never move would be that, uh, that TV. But we're talking about today's TVs, which are much more delicate. They are lighter, but they are much more delicate. And they do require now and then. But the ways that we cleaned the old TVs, we really need to sideline those. First off, before you do anything, really check the owner's manual to see if there are any cleaning instructions specific to your own TV. If you don't have your instruction manual anymore, or you maybe bought it secondhand, go online and enter the uh, model number. And just look at the reviews as well to see what people, what they do to clean with the uh, with the. Uh, uh, with the TVs, a lot of times you're just going to talk about using a microfiber cloth, which works great. But here's what you have to be real careful. Even with the microfiber, you can't put too much pressure on the TV. These things are very fragile. There's a lot of plastic involved. You need to make sure that there's nothing and it's going to scratch the screen. And you don't want to spray any sort of cleaner that could actually drip into between the seam of the screen and the casing because that is where the, uh, the controls for the uh, pixels are located. So very important to figure out first off how your TV manufacturer wants you to clean your TV. Secondly, if you are going to go ahead and clean them, uh, your microfiber is probably your best thing. But if you do need some sort of a liquid, um, go with a very, very, very diluted dish soap and water uh, mixture. One part dish soap to 20 parts water. That's how mild it could be. In fact, you may even just want to use regular water and be fine with it. Maybe distilled water would work better. Uh, but spray the cloth first. Don't spray the screen, okay? Use very little pressure and go in a circular motion as as well. And then finally, uh, grab the vacuum and reach to the back of the TV and vent, suck out all the vents. Uh, the TV, uh, a lot of the dust is inside there, and uh, you may even want to grab a can of compressed air to kind of clean them out that way. So there are some hints for you. Talked a little bit about COVID this morning, and I know it's COVID. You're tired. You don't want to hear it. And before you reach the stop button, please hear me out. There was a good reason. I feel there was a good reason that I brought this story up 
today, mainly because uh, we are getting into the cold and the flu season. And how the flu shot works is there's basically, from what I understand, roughly about four different flow or flu um, uh I guess, cultures. And there's little subcultures underneath those, those four uh, sides. And what we basically, in order to get the right mixture for the flu vaccine for the beginning of each year, is we use historical data because these things come in cycle. We also look at the Southern Hemisphere because we're in the middle of summer. They're in the middle of winter. And uh, we've noticed over the last couple of years, yes, that we haven't really had any sort of um, cold or flu because people have been social distancing, wearing masks, uh, and, and, and you know washing your hands. And lo and behold, they worked. But now people are back to our old habits, and so the flu is coming up. In fact, Australia uh, said that they had the worst flu season they had in five years. So why I bring the story up about COVID is that people are still dying from the coronavirus. Um, and what we always wanted to do with the, with the vaccine is, is, this is the basic. Remember, that's, we are trying to not overwhelm the healthcare system. And that could possibly happen, especially if you're battling the flu and COVID at the same time, which can happen. They have documented cases of this here. Um, so anyways, I brought it up because uh, the Centers for Disease Control says that the current COVID booster you get right now actually works, uh, has the Omicron subvariant BA5 included. This is the one that's the big active one across the U.S. right now, uh, where 80% of new infections are caused by the Omicron subvariant known as BA5. So your booster... Um, will actually cover that. If you've never gotten um, a booster before, you can get one. Uh, if you don't remember getting one or two of the original vaccines, you can still get one of these shots right now because anything is better than nothing, especially when you talk about people still dying of COVID. And those generally tend to be about those are 75 years or older. And why they're dying from, the, uh, from, uh, from COVID is either they are not up to date with their vaccines or have not been receiving treatments after they've had a breakthrough infection. And why I wanted to bring this up is because of the holidays. Coming around with friends and family that you haven't seen in a while. We have all will have those, those family members that are older. Um, and we want them to be around as long as possible. I don't know if you would be willing to have that even remote sense of burden on your shoulders that because you felt that being young or you were wearing masks or you just didn't believe in the uh, in, in the vaccine would be any sort of an indication that you may inadvertently pass it along to somebody that could hurt them or kill them. Even if you, if you were to get the COVID booster and the person you're with who's older has the COVID booster, there's still a chance you could get sick. But the likelihood of that being a death sentence is greatly reduced. And that's why I wanted to bring it up for you today, um, especially around the holidays. I can tell you as somebody who's uh, lost their pride and joy, my, my mother, uh, coming up on, on eight years this year, um, it, it's tough, especially around Christmas. I can tell you that uh, there are certain Christmas songs I refuse to listen to because it takes me to a really dark place. Um, and granted, my mother didn't die of COVID, but my mother didn't take care of herself in her older years. And fault on me for not being more strong and telling her to be better and, and to take better care of her health. But you know, those these are the decisions why I'm telling you that you always live with. You always second guess yourself about somebody that you've lost. So I wouldn't want this burden to pass onto your shoulders if something like that came about because of COVID. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now, on to something a little bit more fun. Pumpkin carving 101. You know, it's not like we carve pumpkins every day um you know or or every month we do it once a once a year basically and uh you know the 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 carving itself is pretty much open to interpretation but there are a couple things to consider before you start your project number one on the list is not getting the pumpkin number one on the list is getting your stencil if that's what you are looking to do even if you're just doing the simple you know triangle eyes and and jagged mouth you're going to want to have a stencil and the reason you're going to have that stencil ready to go is that it needs to match up with the pumpkin that you have. You don't want the uh, to have uh, the carving be too high or too low. It needs to be in the middle two-thirds of the pumpkin. It's almost like taking a picture because if you're up too high or too low, it's going to look funny from, uh, from, 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 what you, uh, from your stencil. Make sure when you do get your pumpkin and your stencil all lined up that your pumpkin has a deep orange color. Look for one that has uh, preferably a green stem on it or as green as possible. That means it's been freshly picked. Give it a nice little thump to see if it uh, sounds hollow, which means it is ripe. And then I thought this was a good tip here if you're looking for getting a pumpkin for the kiddos that may be under younger. You don't want them to have sharp knives and what have you. Um, for kids under seven, look for the pumpkins that are smooth face with no deep ridges and feels kind of lightweight because that generally means there's more water inside, making it easier for the kids to carve because the rind will be thinner. And then finally... I love this idea. Instead of putting the pumpkin down, taking your knife, carving at the top where the stem is, flip it upside down and carve where it's called the plug of the pumpkin. Two reasons for that. Number one is that is where all the innards of the pumpkin comes from. So when you cut that out, you're going to take a lot of the work of you know trying to get all that you know stringy stuff filled with pumpkin seeds out. And then secondly, generally we like to light our pumpkin carvings or jack-o'-lanterns with a candle or with more safely a, a, a light. So instead of uh, dealing with a cord that could be flip, flopping out, um, if you actually have it on the bottom, you just kind of put the jack-o'-lantern or the pumpkin carving on top of the light and the light comes inside the hollow cavity versus having it to go in through the top and put the put the lid on. So I thought that was some pretty good advice. And then finally, we learned about the hot trend of haunted dolls. And I kid you not, this is a, this is a legit thing if you look around. Um, <laughs> even bef- before Chucky and Annabelle scared the living you-know-what out of us on the, on the movie screens, you got to admit, some of these dolls look creepy if you put creepy music uh, to get it. You know, my... Um, I didn't really have too much of an experience with uh, with dolls. My sister was was nine years younger, so by the time she was in dolls, I was definitely in a teenager that was really out of the house most of the time. But in any case, I do remember she had a doll. It was creepy to me that was open and closed your eyes. You know, who would sit up, the eyes would open, you'd lay down, the eyes would close. Those dolls are absolutely creepy. And now people are taking the storytelling folklore of these creepy dolls and turning it into profit. Turns out there's a big market on an Etsy and, and, and eBay and even Instagram of people selling haunted dolls. They are basically dolls that have a lengthy, detailed backstory, both how the doll was acquired and how the doll is, why the doll is being sold, because you believe it to be haunted. 
And believe it or not, some of these dolls, like uh, some antique models, Wanda the Walking Doll, or even Raggedy Ann, are being sold for like $150 a pop because of these stories. There's been even reports of some of them selling for $1,000. Worth a shot, right? What do you got to lose? There's the show for today, Wednesday, October 12th, 2022. Always thank you so much for downloading the podcast. If you have any questions or comments about the show, I always welcome them. C-M-A-L-O-N-E at odyssey.com is where you can email me. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y dot com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 